What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. What's up, everybody? It's the original Bucko Bruce, your boy Zakari, representing No Boundary Sports Talk in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers have done something we haven't done since 2002. We've won five in a row. You're listening to STLR Sports Talk Entertainment with no sidelines. Bucks win! Bucks win! Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot, drink up, be hearties, yo ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Bring up me on his yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Once upon a time, in a land far away, three men discovered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team with the ability to siege the bay. You'll never make it out of the bay. Give no quarter and feed the fish with any enemy that takes the field during their quest to find the Lombardi Trophy. Fox win! Fox win! Join Craig. And he walks up to me and he says, I'm John Lynch. He is a monster. That's, that's what he was, a hard-hitting white boy that played safety and he was something special. Eddie. He built the pyramid right in front of us and said, this is how we're going to do it. We got to practice doing things right all the time little things uh, details and zach every day you build you got to build the foundation man that's what we're doing here as they take you on a journey discussing front office moves with the seventh pick in the 2014 nfl draft the tampa bay buccaneers select mike evans game breakdowns back to return at spurlock michael spurlock at the 10 he's to the 20 he's to the 25 early 30 to the 40 yard line we could see history 50 40 to the 30 and interviews so batten down the hatches and get ready to set sail it's time for book that podcast what's up everybody this is your boy craig coming to you live here from book that podcast i am joined today Got my boy Eddie in the building. How you doing, brother? Arr. Hey, we also got my boy Zach. That's a pretty good pirate, man. Yeah. Good practicing. Hello, man. hello. That was, that was a pretty good. Yeah, I don't like Arr. that. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Shout out to our boy Tim over at Carefree Pest and Termite Solutions, our new official sponsor here for Buck That Podcast. Tim, man, appreciate your homeboy. You guys need some services done on your crib. He can exterminate pretty much any pest, excluding in-laws and baby mamas. you got to deal with that yourself. But if you need some pest service, give him a call, 941-556-9019. He can get rid of roaches. He'll let you keep the good kind, though, you know what I'm saying? But he'll get rid of the bad <laughs> ones, you know what I mean? Does Termites. He, does he do Rabonian roaches? Rabonia roaches, mutated roaches, teenage mutant ninja roaches. And palmetto weevils. Oh, yeah, he got all. Of, he'll, get, he'll get rid of all of them. He might need to call in reinforcements, but he got you. But we got some stuff to get into today, man. First and foremost, we got some bad news. We got bad some bad news. news, and didn't even really want to start the show off like this. But I mean, damn, damn it! Yeah. Last week or a few days ago, JPP got into a car accident. Our boy we, Chubbs. We man. thought it was just a small minor accident. Yeah, he thought he was fine. okay. We thought. 
doctors say he need a bacchiotomy. Bacchiotomy, man. No, he got he got some uh, a fractured neck allegedly, and as of right now, was Ish. being reported, his season's in jeopardy. It is. He's going to be visiting a specialist next week to see if we can save it. It's not looking good. No, that's Definitely. something you don't want to mess with either, boy. Neck injuries. No, unless it was Tony Romo, then that's different. Hey, I mean, even even he still had a hard time coming back from that, them back injuries. Man, that that, that really is a serious injury. And you know, JPP, he's a guy who's a little bit younger in his career, or a little bit older in his career. He's not a young spring chicken anymore. He's thirty so, now. I mean, that's the situation. You know, like, I mean, prayers with him by yeah. all means. But it's something that if it's serious enough, it could probably in his career, you know, it could no be like doubt. A, it could be like a situation like, hey, you might want to rethink your career because, right. you know, next time, you know, if you get hit the wrong way or something, you might paralyze yourself. Yeah. So he, it's definitely like a serious situation to where, you know, you, you kind of you can't take it with a grain of salt. You got to take it with some, you know, serious extreme measures right here, because if it's already talking about maybe his career, you know, or his season being over, you know, it could be a career ending situation too, you know, because I mean. Stone Cold Steve Austin and certain people have had to retire from wrestling and stuff like that from injuries that are too bad. So, I mean, yeah, you don't want to end up paralyzed, man, when there's so no. much other work he could do. Most importantly, right now, it's let's, let's get him healthy personally. That's right. He you needs to stay I mean? out of South Florida, man. And then we'll worry about whether or not he's going to be able to play the season. But yeah, this might be this might be a big blow. This is a big blow to the Buccaneers defense, uh, a defensive line that was already kind of hurting a little bit. Uh, everybody here thought we should have went a little more heavy on the defensive ends and defensive tackles in the draft and we we didn't do that we went more heavy on the secondary and this is this might come back to hurt us you know uh, we might have to have young guys like Anthony Nelson step up a little sooner than they're supposed to guys like Noah Spence we might need to see a little more from and William Golston needs to definitely earn his contract so yeah this, this is going to definitely hurt us especially in a a cap strapped season right now what we're in we don't really have much in the uh the cupboard to go spend. they're taking collection plates out there man. yeah we, we ain't got enough we ain't really got enough in the bank to go spend it, some moolah and the funny thing is is there's there's people out there right now you know there's veterans out on the market right now that can sue. come in and help help this team sue but more importantly a guy kind of similar to the way jpp plays ezekiel Ansa's is out there right now nick Z- perry's out there yep. Z- um Z- you got uh muhammad wilkerson Corey Lugit. Uh these are all guys who've made Pro Bowls, All Pros, veteran guys. But we don't have, we're not set up right now with the way the salary cap is to right now even sign our draft picks, let alone any free agents to help us uh, fill a, a need right now with this JPP accident. That's true, man. And, and you know, we skipped on certain players in the draft that could have maybe filled in for that. You know, Josh Allen being one of them, Ed Oliver being Ed another Oliver. one. Um, you know, Rashawn Gary, who, you know, some people were, were, were rumored to, you know, we went linebacker instead. And I, I'm still satisfied with the Devin White pick. Yeah, I, 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 I think he's going to be, um, you know, a very good player. Um, you know, we obviously passed on Montez Sweat as yeah. well. Bucks are really high on him. I, I Bucks saw are really high on him. So it, it's, it's kind of the situation. I think they went with what they felt was better. And, like, let's be real. So I was kind of having a conversation with Zach, you know, like, the experts, you know, the experts, you know, are, are the experts, right? But are they really the experts? Because, I mean, there's always a lot of times where they get it wrong as well. You know, we started going down the list. You had Ryan Leaf was supposed to be great. Yeah. Tim Couch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Trent Richardson. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus, Jamarcus Russell. Russell. Um, 
Barkevius Mingo was somebody that they were kind of high on. He went Kajana Carter, Kajana Carter, Akili Smith, Akili Smith. I mean, there, you know, the list goes on of like you know yeah. these these players. And I'm sure if we really went over the drafts for like the last 15 years, we could find all kind of draft buster guys that didn't really necessarily live up to that first round grade of the expectations that you know people thought they were gonna you know be. And you know, so that's really the teams that. You know, do the best are the teams that kind of have a good core of scouts that can you know that, that they trust and you know let, let's just be real there are certain organizations you know like the Patriots that happen to draft well and they t- they make the best out of the players that they get you know screw the Pats I'm tired of seeing them win but at the end of the day like they do make some pretty solid choices they know football the, you know the Bucks obviously had a lot of faith in their you know their front office had a lot of faith in their you know their personnel that they got out there their you know player their scouts and all that stuff they went with Devin White something about what he did and I seen him he was somebody that I seen in a lot of my drafts either to us or like in in the top ten so it wasn't <laughs> like it was a, a, a real big reach it does kind of suck in hindsight which we didn't know obviously when we like yeah. you know, no one was expecting JPP to get hurt no but we we did know that we had an issue yeah that needed addressing yeah and we didn't take care of that we did not well they took care of Quan Alexander issue man i mean he was a big part of the defense how he led the team in tackles didn't he like the last couple of years yeah him and levante i mean yeah, yeah they're beasts man levante was banged up a little bit but were we a linebacker away from winning we weren't, but I think he our is. I think core hurt gonna, us a lot last yeah. year. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like our linebacking core last year was probably a strength of this team. Well, I also think that the pick of Devin White, even though nobody's came out and said it yet, there's still the elephant in the room of the Kendall Beckwith situation. Yeah, yeah, we still don't know what's going and on with him and that broken I foot. I think that that pick, you know, has been rumored. Nothing's been come out that's solid and confirmed it, but it's – speculation out there that his career may be over. And if that's the situation, I think that this pick with Devin White makes a lot more sense. And I kind of think that's maybe what the Bucks are transfer, you know, kind of like leaning on because, you know, even though Beckwith did, you know, have some have some good, you know, moments with us. He had a good rookie season. He, had a, good, he had a very good rookie season. You know, if you do eliminate him from our linebacker situation, which he's probably not going to play this year was what it was looking like, and you lose Quan Alexander, that pretty much leaves Levante David out there with whoever you've brought in. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you bring in a Devin White, someone who can grow with Levante David, who, from what I've understood, the the coaching staff on that team feels that he can adjust from the the 4-3 to the 3-4 defense just fine. So now we're going to have, you know, kind of adding to that linebacker core. I think this is, you know, uh, especially now with the JPP injury, I don't want to say it's like a throwaway year. I don't want to say you, like you should uh, try to get the number one pick or do the the uh, you know tank no. situation. I don't. I don't ever really believe in that. Do you? I mean, you believe um, players that get paid that have pride do that? I don't think no. you can get a consensus. Of I think in certain players sports, maybe it happens um, allegedly, but yeah. I, I don't think necessarily in in the NFL that's, that's what happens. But I wasn't really counting this as a year like, oh, you know, Bruce Arians is going to come in and all of a sudden now because we were five wins last year, yeah. now we're going to be a playoff team. No. Um, I just say get what you can. Try to see what you can, you know, finagle this season as far as wins go. Hey, if you win, you win. If not, the schedule's kind of set up, set up for us to fail anyways. You know, just the, the biggest thing is is getting everybody 
like, I guess understanding the new system and getting up to speed is probably the most important part of this year. And then next year when things free up, bringing a few more of those big-name guys to help you out for free agency, hopefully then you'll be in a position where you can still have another solid draft. Who knows what's going on with this Jalen McCoy rumor that's going around with Duke Johnson, even though it hasn't happened yet. It's still something that's out there. It has never been denied by either team. So sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. We, we never know what, what might happen. So that's definitely another possibility. So we'll have to see. I mean, I'm not saying an, an, a, a player like that is necessarily going to boost us. Maybe if they do make that, that pull that trigger and make that situation, I don't know if we're allowed to use, you know, how much money will be left over from Gerald McCoy not being there. If we can maybe bring in an Ansah on a proving, proving kind of deal yeah. and maybe tighten up that, that defense. It's all, you know, but I, I think at this point in time, Jason Light is like, oh, I need to try to make something happen, and I think that yeah, he's got to finagle. Something. Within the next week or two, I I feel like we, you know, one of these shows we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about some kind of new move or something, because some kind of deal that's happening. Now, now it's like you're behind the eight ball, and you got to make something happen because at the end of the day, we're not really in the best uh, state right now with the uh, defensive line is one of our I think weakest links, and our pass rush was already, you know, pretty weak as it is. New system. I think the pass rush is going to be generated not just by the front four, but as linebackers, secondary play. Uh, Devin White pick, one of the big reasons why they picked him and liked him so much is is what Bowles and his defense is predicated on is a lot of uh, A-gap blitzes with the inside linebacker in between the guard and the center. And uh, that's something that Devin White did a lot at LSU and, and was successful at. Going back to Kendall Beckwith, though, I got a little news on him. Um it's looking like he's not going to be cut or be a cut casualty because of his rookie contract is so low, so low, and he's under contract till the twenty twenty season. It looks like we might get a healthy dose of him this season. They're saying he might come back. Now. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And what was his issue? A uh, broken foot in a car accident. That sucks. Yeah, and here we are talking about JPP in a car accident, and he are fractures we, his neck. Are, and this guy's been out since 2017. Like the like, Bucks Uber system. Not, or yeah, you know right? what they need to do is Tesla needs to hook up the Bucks with one of them autopilots, man. Man, like, I don't trust them cars, <laughs> man. Hey, it's better than having a gimp arm nah, trying to drive. I don't trust them cars. I, you see those videos, people and people dying and stuff like no, that. I, you like, know how many people die a day in a regular car accident? Yeah, but I'm gonna trust myself. Oh, I don't man. trust no driving. No, no. What about you, Craig? You like the driving car? You want the I, car just to drive I, for you? I would say at least an Uber, though. At least an Uber. But I'm saying self-driving car. Are you for it or against it? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'd be like, would you like to have manual control at all times, nope, though? I'm good, I would man. rather have manual control. Exactly. I'd like to have my life in my hands. I wouldn't mind an autopilot feature, though. Yeah. No, I don't. You know, yeah. That's, you that's good. Car, I'm too hammered. I can't drive. You got me. That's, that's one thing, but... If I need to grab the wheel or I need to put the brakes or hit the gas, I want to be able to do that. I don't want the car just to be driving me. So I feel like if if the car drives you, then the police can control it. You can't get away. I feel like they can control it anyway right now. They can already. I Any new so. car, they can like shut Like people down. can hack into your cars right oh. now and like get into the computer and like tell it, to not, tell it to gas and not hit the brake. Oh, yeah. They're picking people off left and right, man. Well, back, back, back to the show at hand, <laughs> Bucks, Bucks podcast. Yes, Tim. Uh, he's asking if JPP is out. Do we still pay him? Yes, we still have to yep. pay him. He's owed seven and a half million on the cap. I don't think he's going to get that roster bonus of a million dollars. Nope, or that two hundred and fifty thousand uh, workout, workout bonus. We'll, we'll save those 
that money, but does that is that money that goes back into our cap that we can I spend? I think it would, yeah. If we're not having to pay him out that money and it doesn't go against the cap, then that's money back in our pocket. That's a refund. That's a refund. It's man. tax season. That's right. Actually, it's not tax season. Do the season. Bucks keep McCoy now and pimp him out a little bit and get that money back? I mean, only time will tell. I mean, we still have to sign these rookies, so I don't know how they're going to be able to do that. Get a collection plate. Now, I told you I saw somebody on Dale Mabry the other day. I don't think it works like that, though, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm looking at the uh, the Bucks linebacker. Now, so you got Kevin Minter, Levante Davis, uh-huh. Shaquille Barrett, yeah. Corey Nelson, Buchanan, who's not bad, Devontae Bond, Jack Kashi. Uh yeah, uh yeah. Uh Shishi. Uh Shishi. <laughs> something Shishi. like that. Yeah, he's the guy we drafted last year at like Nebraska or something like that. Huguenin. Huguenin? Uh you he, got me on that one. He's I don't probably know. <laughs> a special teamer. Yeah. He's a body. Emmanuel a Smith, body. Kendall Beckwood, and then Devin White, man. So it's like a there's a couple good guys on there, but let these boys better. I really don't think show we're up. really lacking in the linebacker depth. No, I think we're good. I there. think we're good there. I think right now, and the, the the DB depth on defense is obviously not our issue as well. Maybe maybe safety a little bit, but the defensive line now it's glaring. I think Noah Spence has a good year, man. Hey, he I, needs to, I have bro. read some things that they're high high to. on them, and and you know, but boys, how are they high on them when they're not like having like workouts and practice? You know what I mean? They're not like. Well, they, 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 they think and, he has potential. Yeah, I've thought he had potential ever since he came out of Ohio State. It, it might be the coaching. It, it, it might be. I thought it was just he had some shoulder issues and stuff like that. Yeah, he has had some injuries. Um, but Todd Bowles says he's you know he, he's expecting some speed out of this defense. I think he's going to be a great outside linebacker as far as getting a rush on the quarterback. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I definitely want to see where it goes. I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is the first time as my – as as my Bucks fandom goes, we've ever ran a three four defense First ever. Time. So it's it's this it's a new situation. I mean, we we grew up four, with three. with a defense named after our defense. Tampa, Tampa two. two. Like yeah. you look at the lineage of coaches that have come from Tony Dungy, uh, and, and it's amazing. You look at like Belichick; he doesn't have a tree like like Dungy does. No. I mean, he has a tree, but it's not su- successful like Dungy's tree is. It's crazy. Multiple Super Bowl winning coaches. Yeah. Between Tomlin. Levy Smith. Did Levy Smith win the Super Bowl, though? Yeah. yeah the uh, with the Bears. Oh, that's right. They did. No, did, no, no they didn't. he didn't no. wear it. The no, Colts he, won. Yeah, the Colts won that year. Colts won that game. He, but he made Super it to Super Bowl. With Rex Grossman. Is that Bears defense? That's what it was in Matt Forte. But this is the Buck, Buck That podcast, so maybe we shouldn't be talking about the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The who? Speaking of Buck That podcast. Something that we kind of came up with a little game. We did come up with a little bit of a game called "Who the Buck Am I?" Are you guys ready to play? I'm, I'm ready, man. Let's let's get this game on the road, so man. I, this I, is this is the beta run for the game. I constructed a little list, okay, of players. There's four, and I think the bonus question, if it ends in a tiebreaker, okay, is I'm going to ask you what the common theme of computers these down, are. computers down, computers down, computers down. Two. All right, so you cannot read anything. All right, first player, first player on the Buck That podcast. Who Ever. the Buck am I? Played college basketball and football at FSU. Who? Derrick Brooks was a ninth round draft pick. Oh my God. 
played for the London Monarchs. <sighs> Dude, you made this one hard. He even went to my school and I can't get this. Mark Rick is his brother-in-law. Is that supposed to mean something to me? <laughs> <laughs> Old Miami Homer over here. <laughs> he, has, <laughs> he has 174 career touchdowns. For the Buccaneers? Brandon Johnson? No, it, it, th- these are just stats. He played for the Buccaneers he at one point. He played for the Buccaneers at one point. Okay, can you give me a year? Nope, has 174 career touchdowns. Also played for... Keyshawn Johnson? The Washington Redskins. Brandon Johnson. Who? Brandon Johnson. It's not even a player. Like, Man, you know who I'm not Brandon you're Johnson. You're talking about Brad Johnson. Brad We're talking Johnson. about a wide receiver. That's why I'm oh, not Brad Johnson. Okay, oh. I thought we were talking about a wide receiver. I'm thinking of because okay, because the basketball thing threw me off. It, I, it threw me I, off. I, came up, I told you I came up with some okay. good clues. So it was the first right. one was Brad Touché. Johnson. Touche. You Johnson. got me. Brad you Johnson. got me. Okay. Right. Second. The white thing threw me off. <laughs> Second player. Yeah. From Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Undrafted free agent by the Dolphins. Played for the British Columbia Lions. What's up with all these crazy? Has the longest play in Bucks history at one point with a 98-yard Michael Spurlock interception. Ron, not Ron interception. A. Barber. Oh, 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 oh! Went to Vanderbilt. Oh, don't know. It wasn't Corey Ivy, was it? They played linebacker. He played linebacker. Vanderbilt linebacker, biggest return at one point. Shelton Corals. Shelton Corals. My dude, Shelton Corals, man. Who did he play for? The Monarchs? He played for the British Columbia. Wow, I didn't know that. No, Brad Johnson played for the Monarchs. Okay. That's right. crazy. Shelton Corals, though. I remember that. I remember man, that dude. interception, too. <laughs> now that you say that, I remember that. He was so tired after that interception. Third player. Third player. One and one. We're, we're tied right now, correct? One and one. All right. Went to USC. Okay. They were a second-round pick. Huh. It's not Keyshawn. Nope. They tied Rod Woodson in interceptions with eight in a season. Brian Kelly? It is he Brian Kelly. Beast. Okay, so Kelly. here's BK. a little story about this. They drafted Rondé Barber, right, out of Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Next year they go out. They weren't satisfied with Rondé. They weren't happy with him. His rookie season. They go out and they draft Brian Kelly. That competition spurned, you know, the camaraderie and the, and the competition in the locker room and, and built great, those two players up. Two great cornerbacks. And I think that's what the Bucks are doing this year with the way they drafted. Born, right. born in Colorado. Were the other, okay, this is the fourth no, player. No, this, this is, I'm going to finish off. The, I still had some more clues for for Brian Kelly, but okay. I, I thought they are pretty cool. Okay. Born in Colorado. All right. He played for the Lions and has he 22 did? career interceptions. Yeah. Brian Kelly, man, he was a And how a many really did he take back in the Super Bowl? None. He didn't play for us in the Super Bowl. Facts. Good for you, man. Dwight Shit. Smith took one back in the Super Bowl. Good Derek Brooks you. took one back in the Super Bowl. Dexter Jackson Dexter took Jackson one back in the Super Bowl. Joe Joe Jervis. Right. <laughs> oh, he just gave it away. <laughs> the last one, oh, that's so funny. Now you have to go look one up. I now you're going to have to go because you're like, hey, Joe well, let's Jer- get the clues. Get the Joe clues Jer- up. Break the clues out. Born in Cleveland. Okay. He played for Cleveland, played too, for didn't Cleveland. he? Yeah. Penn State. Yeah. Second round draft pick. Had 78 yards in the Super Bowl. 
beast. That right there, I would have said Keenan McCardell. Played for the Browns. Was on the cover of Sports Illustrated twice. Twice. Wasn't wasn't he the one that lost his son during that Super Bowl season? He, did he lose his son or his son was born? No, I think it was I'll something. Have to look bad. that up. Yeah, something, something happened to Joe. I think son. it did. Maybe he did pass away. I know. That's what, that's what made me love Joe even more. You, you're gonna have to look up another one though. I got you. I got you. And not Vinny Testaverde either. Why not? Spell Jervicious. J J. And I already vicious. found it. I love Joe Jervicious, though, man. Do you have his jersey? No. Got him, what, from the Giants? He was a free agent or something like that? Yeah, he was a beast, man. Yeah. Damn, I, that was the one I was wanting to freaking. I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, I would have. Cleveland Browns. All right. You ready for this one? Y'all ready for this? You ready to not give it up? I am ready to not give it up. That'd be a first. Fourth round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe's son was born. Michael William Jurevicius was born prematurely. Spent two week uh, a week before he passed away. Mm-mm-mm. Was named as all, or he was named as all ACC as a junior, and finished their college football career with 194 tackles, seven interceptions. I feel and, like you're not giving the college for and 16 passes defended. They went to. FSU. Derek Brooks? Nope. nope. Defensive player for the Bucks. They made their NFL debut mm-hmm. versus the Denver Broncos. What year? They were drafted in 99. 99. Who does the Bucks? And FSU? Played for the Cincinnati Bengals as well. Peter Work? Nope. Nope. His tackles, yeah. So I'm like, what? Also played for the Florida Tuskers. Okay. Did he have a weed problem? And that Florida Tuskers is a recent thing, so that means he's not too far removed from the league. They played for the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of not this? Not Tenard Jackson. No, he didn't nope. play for FSU. You said FSU, correct? Yeah, he did. Peter Bowler? No. Are you just – No. They play defensive back. Okay. So that he they currently coach in the greater Atlanta area. I feel like he's got me stumped here, Eddie. I'll stump. Help me out a little bit. They played safety. Okay, so he played safety. And he played for And he played for the Bucks. No. Mm-hmm. And he played now for the Cardinals. How many years did he play for the Buccaneers? He was drafted by the Buccaneers, you said, correct? In 99. In 99. I thought that was the year we got Anthony McFarlane. What round? Four years with the Bucks. Four years Three with the Bucks. Three to four years with the Bucks. What round was he drafted in? Fourth round, he said. Fourth, Fourth round. round. Fourth round draft. Nine, in 99, their first their NFL debut was against the Denver Broncos. Man. Uh, There's one more I can give it to you guys, but you guys are going to give it to me. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. A safety in 99. Yeah. They played for the Cardinals. They played for the Bengals. And they played for the Florida Tuskers. Played for the Cardinals. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how long do you play for the Cardinals for? Career NFL stats. Is it Anton Bethea? 
400. No. He didn't play for the no. 457 tackles, five sacks, five forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries, and 17 interceptions. So basically, when you say this name, I'm going to be like, uh, duh. Is basically what you're telling me because yes, this guy man. obviously played. Oh in the man, not Melvin Johnson. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna concede. I, I need you to tell me right now. I'll uh, give me one more hint, man. I need to get if this. I give you the last hint. Give me. Give guess. us the last hint. Give a small hint. Super Bowl MVP. Jackson oh, Jackson. Jackson. Damn, <laughs> man. Why was I thinking Tenard Jackson? Oh, Dexter Jackson. Yeah, Tenard Jackson with the Syracuse. See, I remember that stupid. Sh- that was a good oh, one though. Dexter yeah, it was. Jackson. How did he get him? I don't know, but I thought thought for sure you guys were going to get them. So what's the common theme of all those players? I forgot all the players. (laughs) We had Dexter Jackson. We had Dexter Jackson, Uh the Super Bowl uh, team. They were on the Super Bowl team. Yeah. They're on the Super Bowl roster. I get extra points for that one. Yeah, you won, man. You got the first one. They're on the Super Bowl roster. I got the first one. All right. for you, man. Okay. I feel like there's some hatred in the, those eyes. <laughs> not at all, man. Not at all. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You'll go down in the history. So Okay. So it'd be written. Hey, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that was good. I, I can't wait to come up with one on my own and, and kind of quiz you guys. Actually, I think Eddie's up next. Eddie should be up next since he was the loser. La who's okay. the her? I got y'all for next week. You do who the bucket am I? It's pretty good. All you can do, yeah. I mean, just kind of do what he did. Just come four, up with four like players and then come up I, with I, some. I just uh, came up with you theme. come up with like five. Come up with six. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be four. Come up with as many as you want. Come up with 20? a nice little theme. No, wow. not that many. I don't think we need that. Like we don't five. need an hour long yeah. segment of who the bucket am I. <laughs> In other Bucks news, Antoine Randall L. Oh, I thought you were going to say. So we he's, on our, coaching staff? Like, he's on our coaching staff now. What's he doing? He's not, just an offensive assistant. An offensive assistant. Yeah. He, what uh, do they call him again? Beast. What was his nickname? S- uh, no, Wall? Slash was Cordell Stewart. Wasn't yeah, it? Slash was yeah him. Oh, Damn. And he was a quarterback in college, wasn't he? Yes, he, he was. was for Ole Miss, I believe. Correct. No? He was a quarterback coach. Um, he's he is he's an offensive uh, coaching assistant. Coaching assistant. So he's probably going to. Be helping a little bit with everything. Probably he did play receiver. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has some experience as a quarterback, so he'll probably be doing Definitely. a little bit of working with that. Did he play for anybody besides the Steelers? Um, I want to say he did. I want to say he did, but he's a, a, a new addition to our uh, coaching staff, so I thought that was pretty cool. As wow. well, all the players that we watched are now coaches. So I'm, I'm just like looking up Antoine Randall L and. I come across this article where he says that he regrets playing football in part because a 36-year-old now has difficulty walking downstairs. Damn. He has to walk sideways to go up and down stairs. What took some hits? Yeah. Yeah, that was back in 2016, so he's, what, 39 now? Yeah, he he played hard back in his day. He was a great player, man. He was on one of my original fantasy footballs. Yeah. Where, Antoine Randall? Mm Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Back back in the day, boy. That's what's up. And, I mean, obviously he has some fam- familiarity with uh, Bruce Arians. He would fit in well in today's game. He's kind of like a Tyreek Hill type type player, I, th- I yeah, feel Yeah, I like. think he would. I think some of the players, you know, that played over the last, like, 10 or 15 years probably wish they were still playing a little bit now. Yeah. Because a little bit more uh, it's a different game. friendly it's a for different sure. Game. A little bit more friendly game. Yeah. yeah. Especially quarterbacks, too. They don't get hit at all at all nah. anymore. Joe Montana's like, damn, I wish I was playing right now. Think Tom Brady would have made it with them Joe Montana days? Maybe. I mean, he's, dude, he's. 
He gets flustered when he gets put down, though. He does, man. I don't know, man. That would be something to Could watch. Could you imagine LT going after him? Woo! Bruce Smith. So, in Buccaneers news, Eddie felt the need to share this with us earlier. Uh-huh. Was that our new running back we signed? We got a new running back. I already ordered the jersey on Amazon. <laughs> or should I say a running back that hasn't played since 2017? Yeah, that guy. He's a, he's a running back whisperer, man. Recently released from the the Lions, correct, Curran Williams? But never played it down for them. According to Ian Rappaport, the Bucks are signing. This happened on, on the 6th, so it happened a, a couple days ago. Or <coughs> yesterday, really. Mm-hmm. They're signing Kerwin Williams. He was released by the Lions last week and has familiarity with Bruce Arians and offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich from the Arizona Cardinal days. William entered the league in 2013 as a seventh-round pick with the Colts and has played for five teams prior to Tampa Bay, including Bruce Arians and the Cardinals from 2014 to 2017. Williams has run for 971 yards on 219 carries and got four touchdowns. He has added 126 yards receiving on 15 carries over the course of his career. Williams last played for the Lions before being released last week by Detroit. So we have literally picked up a running back released by another team that has Damn near, if not worse, <laughs> running back woes than we have. Hey, but yeah. he has 15 catches over his career. Double-digit catches, man. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Over uh, yeah, and four seasons, five seasons. and yeah. Alvin Kamara gets that in like two games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a game. Does this take us out of the running of Duke Johnson? No. I don't think so. I think this is a situation where they brought him in for like – whatever somewhat legitimate i guess or not legitimate running back competition yeah because it's pretty much like peyton barber still our best do we have the worst running back like in the league with peyton barber like all of them do we have the the worst stable in the league we have the worst stable because i mean peyton barber is a solid number two guy the rest of them, I mean, unless Ronald Jones comes unless out. Unless he, yeah, pulls something out of his ass. You, yeah. you know yeah. we got the best receiver in the league, right? Well, he's top five. Top uh, he, five. No, he's raw. And we got yeah. probably top five tight end, too. Mm. No, he's beast. I mean, he, he's got a lot of potential. He shows flashes of greatness, for sure. I'm You're talking really about O.J. Howard. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and Cam Bray, too. And hopefully, you know, he'll be able to Before be Before Howard, too. Cameron Bray led the league for and touchdowns. T- tight ends, right? Touchdowns? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got some squad on that side of the ball. We do. So Peyton Barber, you just need to keep us honest, catch a couple balls. I would say we have two top ten tight ends. Two? I'd say definitely O.J.'s a top ten tight end. I don't know Could about Could Godwin Bray. be Bray was a top, a top 15? 15. Tied yeah, but last year, OJ like, he signed that contract, and then last year he kind of just, like, fell off. I don't know if it was. Well, was it him falling off, or was it this the coaching not using him as That's much? That's what it was, It's the man. same system he's been in for the last four years. But he it, wasn't getting those like, looks. Why, you don't get the production that the coaches don't use you. I know, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, when why the, did they When the they ball came to him, he caught it all maybe, the time. Maybe it was Fitzpatrick and that vertical, that <laughs> vertical game and that offensive game that they were running with Fitzpatrick. It just didn't suit. But he suits James. James uses. He does yeah. in the red zone for sure. Yeah, that's the safety blanket. Yeah. We'll, we'll have, I, I think potentially we're going to have. Hey, two, 
I'm a big Brait fan. Like when he led the league in touchdowns, I was calling him like the I, goat. Like, like I wouldn't be surprised if we had two tu- two tight ends with eight touchdowns this year. Well, they have double digits though. So. One of them might have double digits. Who knows? You know, that's the thing with everything that's going on. There has literally me and Zach were just talking about this before we got here. There's literally no like we have no idea what's what. We have no idea. You know, were they going to use were they going to use JPP as a linebacker? Were they going to use him as a defensive end? We don't know because we haven't been any. There's you know not really any coverage on the mini camps. Really no OTAs. Nothing to really talk about yet. Nope. So we don't really know how anything's going to pan out. They're writing the script right now. They're, yeah. Give us give them a month. Let him put some pads on. On a second, get out there and run some drills. Does JPP? You think he still uses that hand that he blew up to put it in the dirt? Oh yeah, like when when he's setting up, you think he's like built the strength up in his three fingers. Have you ever seen a Ninja Turtle? Have you seen the picture of his hand? Yeah, it is kind of like a Ninja Turtle Turtle hand. He's missing like his whole index finger, half of his ring finger or his middle finger, his middle finger, and his thumb. Ninja Turtle hand, basically. Oh, he's a beast, man. I mean, I, I think he probably still does. Twelve and a half sacks says he still still can do it. I, I'm gonna tell you this too. I think the reason they're going in for that second and a, probably even a third opinion on that neck because he's not out there running the ball. He's they're not gonna go at him to put the hits in. I think if he learns how to hit right and how to protect that neck a little bit. Well, you don't learn how to hit in thirty when you're. Well, you know years what I mean? Yeah, you, you're right. But you know, you know I mean? they, like, they put something on him a little bit. Yeah, but there's a lot of contact. And there's no the like because that that breeds hesitation, and hesitation is gonna get you hurt. If he's out there worrying about that neck, you know what I mean? Like it's like a quarterback with a knee, with like an ACL that goes out. If you're worrying about that knee or something like that, you're gonna have that in the back of your head. You're gonna play bad or something like that. You know? So I, think I don't know if they put like, him out there unless he's. Yeah, completely I, I healthy. think it's almost like protocol in the NFL to get like a second opinion. At yeah, least. you know what I mean. It, it's one of those things. You know, you're, you're, well, I don't even know if he's had the first opinion besides the hospital the that hospital. cleared him. Someone had to like say he's going. This is his first visit to a specialist. It'll be next week. So we'll find out. Second opinion. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. But did they originally find the fractured neck in the hospital? They could have. And they just, you know, kind of, you know, evaluated. They got with the team doctors and kind got of thought about opinion. it. Yeah, they thought about it for the <laughs> week. But I look, man, you know, we're really looking at your x-ray, boss. And you should probably really get this looked at to see before we really get into this season. To see yeah, what we're really gonna do. If we're gonna shut you down, got a hold of yeah. that. Yeah, like, look, man, we might need to shut him down, and that's where they're they're gonna go. Like, look, we go get reevaluated, and let's see what we do. It's still early enough because if if they're trying to trade McCoy and they're not getting that that look, there opens up enough cap space. I don't know if with him not playing the whole year, if that gives them some kind of incentive that they're gonna save money on, and they can keep McCoy. I don't know, man. Yeah, because it's it's one of those situations too with, with, with the neck injury. I mean, we're talking about JPP. We're not talking about us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. as soon as he gets an accident, like I'm sure, like the Bucks have their own doctors and stuff that are, are are automatically on those phone calls, finding out what's going on. So those are some of the probably some of the stuff that's even been discovered with the fracture in there is probably from team doctors and stuff yeah. like that. They're not just sitting in any old like. You know, Joe Blow, and when JPP came through those doors with those injuries or whatever, they're they're putting the best of the best in whatever hospital he's at. It's a fifteen million dollar asset that they got right now. Mm -hmm. They're really gonna look at this and be like, "Is this guy gonna play a game for us? Do we cut our losses now and save this? Do we cut him for a year and just let him sit out?" That's a whole new team. You never know. Yeah, they definitely got to do something to shed some of this cap. 
and um, maybe bring some people in. Like you said, there's plenty plenty of free agents out there. Yeah. You know, Ziggy Ansah, he's obviously not getting any phone calls. Uh, is it because his price that he's requesting is too high? Is it because people aren't that high on him? He, you know, if we can free up some salary cap, he's a guy that quite possibly can be one of those, you know, one-year contracts like we already got to come prove it deals. Come down to Tampa, come prove it. But is he a guy that can play in the 3-4 the defense? That's something you got to look at. Who's the best defensive lineman to play under Bulls? Just Kalias Campbell. Kalias Campbell, probably. Yeah. I mean, he did he did coach the Jets, so he had, like, Leonard Williams and Muhammad Wilkerson. Muhammad, yep. So he's had some pretty good defensive linemen. Going back to defensive linemen, can you name the top 10 Bucks sack leaders of all time? It's a sad list. It's a sad, a sad list. list. Yeah, it's a sad list. Well, right. I know Warren Sapp has to be on there. Warren Sapp has to be on there. Warren Sapp is numero uno. Simeon Rice has to be on Simeon there. Simeon Rice. Dos. I can only count to like eight in the Spanish, so hopefully. What, what about my boy, man? Is uh, JPP uh, on there? <laughs> JPP is not on there. What about rest in peace, Leroy Selman? Leroy Selman, which this is actually surprising to me, uh, is on the list but not top 10. He is actually tied for 12th with 23 sacks. What? Is Der- uh, Derek Brooks is probably on there. Derek Brooks is not on there. I will tell you right now there is. Is one of them a cornerback, Ronnie Barber? No. He is number seven with 28 what? sacks. He was a beast, man. So right now, I mean, we have one player that's on this list that's still Terrell playing McCoy. for us. Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy. Geraldine. The self-proclaimed and a half best sacks. Buccaneer defensive player of all time. Number did he three. call himself the best Buck player of all time? And I heard a little rumor out there this week. I didn't hear that. Yeah. I he to, did? I'll, I'll have to find it and send it to you. Well, is that's Barrett, a lie. Is Barrett Root on that list? Barrett Root is not on the list. Just think defensive line from now on. Booger McFarland. Booger. Booger McFarland is not on the list. He's Brad 16th. Your boy Brad is fifth. So right now you got Warren at one, Simeon at two, Gerald at three. We've got number four wide open. Sounds like uh, he's from like a like an island or something. Chidi uh, Ahana too. that's number four with thirty four and a half sacks. Brad Culpepper with thirty three and a half sacks. He's number five. This next guy you're not going to get, so I'm going to go ahead and give him to you. This is David Logan. Played for us from 1979 to 1986. Yeah, when again, he had 28 man. and 28 and I don't know how this is 28.3 <laughs> sacks. How do you get 28.3 sacks? <laughs> Maybe there was th- three. Like you got guy. like an arm. Like another guy got an arm, got the and there's toe. like a third. Like it was like a group sack or something, I guess. All right, so Rondé was seventh. With he was the only cornerback in the top. I don't even know. Probably I, I, this whole I had a damn list. Used to blitz them a lot, though. Yeah. So you need number eight, number nine, number ten. I'll tell you right now. You'll you you'll probably get number eight or number nine, number ten, but number eight you probably won't. This guy was drafted in 1989. I believe he was a linebacker. Hmm. Hardy Nickerson. No. Hardy Nickerson. Yeah. No. He was who, not, he was not a linebacker. Who, who was it? Broderick Thomas. Broderick, Broderick Thomas. Thomas. I wouldn't have got that nah. one. Okay. So next guy. Position. Interviewed by none other than Greg Spires. Yes. Craig Spires. Yep. Twenty six sacks at number nine. Then we have um your boy here. He's uh he, he tried to he tried to be a UFC fighter for a couple a couple a couple years. He was did pretty well. He was on he was on that show, uh what's that show where they get them all in the house together? Ultimate Fighter. Ultimate Fighter. 
He Kimbo played, Slice? No, he played for the Bucks, bro. I don't know, man. Maybe Kimbo Slice had a workout one Maybe. Time. I mean, this list isn't like there's I'm not a lot of great man. people on this list. I mean, a couple, but um Oh, oh, oh. Marcus Jones. Mar- yes. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Jones. Jones. You're right the Jones. first time. Yep. Yeah, he's a beast. Bro, he only played five seasons for us at 24 seconds. I was gonna say G Styles White. Yeah, he's next he's players on the list. He's number eleven, tied yeah. for number ten. Oh. With Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones. Yeah, so yeah, that was that was the list there. Some surprising people on this list at number fifteen: Levante David with twenty one and a half sacks. Still a guy who has plenty <laughs> left in the it. tank. <laughs> What's that? Chad Mans commented. <laughs> what did he say? Facebook Live and said take <laughs> Uh Another guy. Uh, Steelers suck, by the way, Chad. Yeah, they do. Regan Upshaw. You remember Regan Upshaw? Regan he was Upshaw. a beast, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Bennett's on this list. Um, Dwayne White, the Buck who got away, Michael Bennett. Rest in peace. Thanks a lot, Shane. Gaines Adams, with thirteen and a half sacks for two seasons he played with us. Dang. Yeah, JPP's thirtieth on the list though, with twelve and a half sacks. So just in one season, who has the he's most number sack- thirty? He's so top thirty. <laughs> who? All right, look up top sacks in a season for oh, the for JPP's the Buccaneers. Like two or three now on that. Uh, Okay. I think it has to be Warren Sapp I, is number I, I one. I got it right here. Warren Sapp is number one in the JPP, 2000 season. Number he two. had 16 and a half sacks. No. Uh, Simeon Rice has the next three slots. 15 and a half sacks in 2002. 2003, he had 15. And 2005, he had uh, 14. Another former Cardinal, right? Wasn't Simeon Rice a Cardinal before yeah. he came to the Bucks? Yep. Yes, he was. So that's Marcus Jones. So be, next, this is a quick, quick question. Quick, just then Simeon or then JPP. Go ahead. So you know, Simeon Rice being a Cardinal comes into the Bucks and we win a Super Bowl, right? Right. Bruce Arians, all these boys are Cardinals that come to the Bucks. Not saying this year, but could we have the final touch on a Super Bowl winning caliber no, coaching need- squad? Coaching squad. Coaching squad. Better question. Better question is: Is why in the hell is Simeon Rice not in the Hall of Fame yet? I don't know. That's a good question, man. We need to write him in. I mean, the dude's got, let's see here, 122 sacks over his career. But if he goes into the Hall of Fame, does he go in as a Buccaneer, though? Well, do you think well he, he played that? six years for the Buccaneers and five and he for won Super Bowl. Uh, Arizona. So, and he won the Super Bowl. He won and Super Bowl he won the Super Bucks. Bowl. And he had, let's see, uh, Pro Bowl and uh, first team All Pro with the Bucks. Okay. Only one Pro Bowl with the Arizona Cardinals, so. I would say so. I mean, with the Bucks, he had 69 and a half sacks. With the Cardinals, he had 51 and a well, half well, sacks. Well, he's still trying to well, – I don't think – he hasn't gotten in yet. Um, There's consideration for him, but he's – Yeah, he just he's hasn't not been get, put on the ballot it's yet. It's crazy, though. Well, I mean, look, look at John Lynch, though. He's not. He hasn't been he's voted in He's still not yet. on there. Never yeah. That's, an, that's another crazy one, but I think he'll be in here sooner than – Well, Simeon I mean, look at, the, look at the wide receiver log jam there was for a while, though. So, yeah. I mean – it's just one of those things that you know certain people got to get theirs before you know some of the other players. And there's going to be the you know the, obviously there's going to be the guys that are first ballot Hall of Famers. Who does Lynch go in under? The Broncos or the Bucks? Oh, definitely the Bucks. Without so? a doubt, I, I think I don't think uh, you know like he did. He had a great career with the Broncos, he did, but I think a, a piece of him was always still here. In Tampa. He had an edge after he got cut, after he yeah. got let go. Uh, that you know he wasn't the same guy, and he was, it's, and he proved that when he went to Denver, he he was. So where does Simeon rank in NFL 
sack leader all time. Where do you think he rates ra- ranks, Eddie? Top twenty-five. Craig, I'm gonna have to go with the top twenty-five. I agree with that. Okay, well that's a little vague. Give me a number. Eighteen. Twentieth all time. Man. So Bruce Smith, obviously number one all time with two hundred sacks. So yo Buffalo Bills. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, he He's should be in one? the Hall of Fame. Bruce Smith is number one. Yeah. I thought Reggie White was number no, one. No, Reggie White has 198 sacks, two less than uh, uh, Bruce Smith. No, huh. wow. Yeah. I still got my Bruce Smith jersey. I mean, I am looking at the four-letter networks, so yeah, we know how that goes. Who's could, number three? Could definitely be wrong. Kevin Green. Kevin Green. Yeah, didn't he just recently get in? I think he just got. He in. He was on our sports SmackDown. He 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 was someone, one of our guys. He, he was somebody who got skipped. For a couple of years. Many years. But since we are on, you know, talking about certain situations, we are talking about John Lynch. Mm-hmm. That was a name we just brought up. I do have one last thing that I want to discuss before we get out of here. I think we need to make this thing two hours or something. Maybe. Maybe. We might have to. We'll, we'll have to see. We got too much stuff to talk about. But, but there's one last thing I want to talk about. I found this article. I want to get your guys' opinion on it. It's uh, on Pewter Report, or yeah, the Pewter Plank on Fan Sided. Um, it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers three trade targets after the 2019 NFL Draft. First person, obviously, someone we talked about last week and this week, Duke Johnson is Duke Johnson mm-hmm. for Gerald McCoy. For, you know, this, the Gerald McCoy situation is out there. How do you guys feel about that? Are you still, you know, thinking that's a, a, a decent? Well, Curry Williams and Andre Ellington are not the answers. Both guys haven't played since 2017. We need some competition in that backfield. But but what? There's a but? There's a big but now. Your defensive line. If they could have to figure out a way to keep him, if JPP's out for the year, I don't know how they do it, but they still might have to be able to figure this out. They might, be able, to do, they might out. be able to get it with a pick. Yeah. They might be able to do it with a pick. But as far as Duke Johnson goes, is he a good fit here? And I think he would be. What are we lacking right now? We're lacking a third down back, a passing back out of the backfield. 100%. A guy who can get into the slot and be dangerous, kind of like Deshaun Jackson was. Maybe not stretch the field so much as just be you know dangerous out in the open field. Another guy on this list, the the second guy, is somebody that's probably attainable because his head coach is our – Former head coach, our Super Bowl winning former head coach, Carl Joseph, out of Oakland. Safety. Where was he drafted? Was that West Virginia? Um, hmm, I don't know. I remember when he was coming out. I liked him. Um, But on here, fans cited on the, the article says, for whatever reason, Oakland Raiders head coach does not like Carl Joseph. Now has been reported this week the Raiders are still not sold on picking up Joseph's fifth year a week after selecting another strong safety in the first round in Jonathan Abram. Even with adding safety Mike Edwards in the third round of this year's draft, the Buccaneers should get on the phone and get Bowles a pure box safety to help stuff the run. So you're talking about safety who can definitely get in the box, pop some heads, and – do some things like that. We are. I mean, that's still another weak position. Yeah, I mean, we do have some depth there, but nobody really to write home about. Justin Evans had an off season last year after having a really good uh, rookie season. 
Um, we finally got rid of um, Chris Conti, so that that's a blessing. Uh, we drafted your boy uh, out of Kentucky. Mike Edwards. Yeah, so we got a little bit of depth there, but we could use some some better play there. And he's definitely. probably somebody we can get for like a, a, a mid-round draft pick. Yeah, what, they, they spent a first round on him, I believe, right? In the first round yeah. on, on Carl Joseph. Another name on those lists. And he is out of West Virginia. Comes via the San Francisco 49ers. Uh-oh. And old John Lynch. The 49ers have selected Nick Bosa out of Ohio State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the second overall draft pick. They now have a starting defensive line with the likes of DeForest Buckner, Bosa, D. Ford, Eric Armstead, and the odd man out is 2017's third overall pick, I, th- Solomon Thomas. Th- I don't understand huh. about – that's the one thing I had beef with this article is the odd man out. When <clears throat> was it when, – when, when did having too many defensive linemen be a problem? I don't know. I mean, the Giants – contract came up and they had to pay all them players. Yeah, but he's still on his rookie contract from two, three years ago. So it's you're like right, – You're right. Yeah, he hasn't really done much. He's had a couple of sacks. He's only had four sacks in his career. Two two years, he's had three sacks and then one sack. He hasn't really done much. I mean, he's had seventy two tackles over two seasons. That's not bad for a defensive end. No, but apparently that he's uh, it's, it's been speculated that you know the the Forty ers may have been entertaining phone calls for him. That's a Stanford guy. It's somebody that that might be able to be gotten on the cheap. You know, another guy that you can get for like a, a mid round draft pick. I feel like that's a John Lynch pick right there. That's a Stanford guy. He's not giving up on him. Okay. I think that's just pure fodder. What do you think, Eddie? Nah. I'm thinking I'm thinking he's going to stick with the 49ers. Give him a chance. I mean, he's only two years yeah. in. This would be his third season. I mean, it's not like he's the guy's that, and like it's not like he's shitting the bed. He's got 72 tackles. He's, <laughs> got, he's got 13 tackles for a loss. He's got 17 QB hits, and he's got four sacks. Like He's not like racking up the yeah, sacks. But, but, yeah, he's doing a pretty decent job, you know. I definitely think he'd be a good fit in our defense if we got him, a guy that's yeah. 6'2", 280, you know, a guy kind of like the size of Aaron Donald but plays defensive end. I and think he'd be we a great def- addition. definitely use him. He's young, 23 years old. So, you know, we could definitely use the, the, the depth for sure. We got to do something, man. Okay, we got to do so, something. So that one you think is a little bit more far-fetched than, than the other two? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like that was a John Lynch pick. Okay. Like when he picked him, that's it's a Stanford guy, John Lynch from Stanford. I feel like there's some value in that. All right, well, I, I agree with. Not you. that this the end all be all. Like, I would like it. I would like it if it happened. I, I would like it to. too. I would like it as well. But you know, we'd have to. We're gonna have to find a player like that because of our salary situation. Obviously, yep. We can't go out and get that Ziggy Ansah. That that I'm sure zoo. after training camps and some of the stuff goes down and some of those that that last little bit of cuts. Sure, I, yep. I think there'll be some some bargain bin and guys the training camp get. Cinderellas, man. You yep. always got that one or two guys that just shows well, that's up. What I'm saying sometimes you get those younger guys that show up that yeah. outperform and yeah. teams are like, you know what? All right, I need to make this cut now. I yeah. got this younger guy, the younger contract. You know, a little bit more friendly for the team. This guy, you know, getting this that veterans up. making the big buku money. Yep. Yeah, let's get him off the books, and then he signs a cap friendly friendly deal with the somewhere team else. like us. Yep. Yeah. We'll see about that. Well, man, this basically we're we're to the end. This already to the end. Yeah. This is the end. I can't wait for your who the buck am I next week, Eddie? Oh man, I'm gonna start working on it tonight. I'm looking tonight. forward to it. 
tonight. Yeah, I, I already, I already know two awesome. guys I'm going to put on there. Right. Are you going to have a theme kind of like he did? Okay. You don't you already, have to have a theme. I said no, I already know That was theme. a question. That wasn't me telling you. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. You want a hint? Nope. No? No hints, man. Give a hint. They're bucking your players. Okay. okay. Thank you. They pay for the bucks. Totally going right. to win. We'll see. Totally winning. Is that you? Are you gonna two, go two and zero? Two and zero. Oh. Sounds good. It's got a nice ring to it. If you get, if you can go, if you year, can go two and zero, oh, we'll have to buy you breakfast. Okay. Or Deal. or we'll have to buy you dinner after a show. Deal. What do I have to lose? All right. <laughs> I go one and one. I don't get dinner. If I do, if you, I if, get I get food. No, but I, if you lose, oh the next no, you one? can't be making rules now. <laughs> You gotta give us twenty push-ups. Yeah, twenty push-ups. Oh, I can do that. Any, Maybe. Any final words before we get out of here? Nah, man. I'm a little nervous, man. A little nervous. For what? Hey. Having to make the who the buck am I? No, not that. What Just, are you talking about? We're already hurting on our line, and then our best defensive lineman goes down. What do you think our record's gonna be before we get out of here? Fuck three. What is it? Seven seven full weeks. We're gonna be on the road, technically. Yes. That's oh. bad. Well, God. seven weeks without a home game. And, and Raymond James. Have you Taylor. seen the mileage they have to cover? A lot. Yeah, a lot, bro. It's crazy. You over, might have to touch on that in depth over a under, little more. Over under. We'll, we'll discuss it more next week. Over under five wins. Yeah. Oh, man. Five. You, you think they're going to be right at five? I, th- I think they're going to be bottom dwelling. Yeah, man. Mm. I mean, that's tough, they man. really got to come out strong and, like, throwing BBs out. I'll we, take the over. I'll take six. You'll take six? I'll take six. I feel like Arian's going to have these guys playing. I'll take the over, but I'm real. I'm scared about taking the over. Yeah, I really am. I really need to see training camp. Like I, I think, I think we may get lucky and win the Ring of Honor game, and that when, might be it. When was it when you saw training camp that you're like, oh, this team's a championship team? A lot. I not to, not a championship team, but a good that team. that hard knocks. No, nah, that I'll was never, garbage. That I'll was garbage. never judge a training camp again. No, nah, but when you're watching them and you're there and you're seeing how these players are actually like performing and how they they really look running these routes and they look solid, and then they come out those first couple of games and they're on point. Or they poo poo on themselves. Yeah, I mean, I've been to some training camps. You're like, well, well, what are we doing here? I'm like, you're the paid professional. Tim's chiming on the Facebook live. He says two and fourteen. Two, two and, and 14. fourteen. Wow. Oh. Tim. Man, I don't know the about beauty that, of man. being a Bucks fan, where you can well, proudly say six, your team's going to get you we're two saying wins. Six and ten. So I mean, what did Cutter just go? Five and five and eleven. Five and eleven. After going, I feel two like and Arians has got to get more out of his guys than five wins. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk more about this next yeah. week. I guess right we here will. on Buck That Podcast, sponsored by our boy Tim over at Carefree Pest and Termite Solutions. Oh yeah, and uh, Tom Brady sucks. And Tom Brady sucks. Give him a phone call. If you call him and say Tom Brady sucks, you get a little discount. 941-556-9019. As always, I'm your boy, Craigalicious. Craigalicious. This has been Buck That Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. You.